Hey guys, welcome back to the Bell Beauty Room. I'm your host, Megan, and I want to talk today about something that's a little bit different or a lot of bit different from skincare. And it's something that I've been wanting to bring up on this platform because with this brand, and especially if you've been to me for services, I really like to touch on mental health and things of that nature. So I just really have been excited to bring this topic up on a podcast and I feel as though we're ready to do this. We're ready to talk about it. So I hope you enjoy a break from skincare and beauty and we can just talk a little bit about how important our mental state is and how much that is going to help you feel more beautiful, feel more confident when your head is all there because beauty is absolutely not about the physical it's not at all. And I actually learned that very recently in my life. And ever since I've learned that, I've just felt that things have just been open and doors have been unlocked. And I've learned so much more about myself and the world around me. So I'm really excited to get into that topic today. A few of you have asked me to touch base on stuff like beauty standards and my views and my opinions on it. So this podcast episode is going to be a bit about everything, I guess. Um, Definitely going to be talking about Instagram, definitely going to be talking about the beauty standard, and definitely going to be talking about how you can live a life where you feel content, confident, and most importantly, grateful for the physical body you have and also the mental journey that you have to take in this life to be able to reach that highest self. So let's open today's topic with Instagram. I have had Instagram since it came out. So what was that? Like 2011, I think. And from 2011 to 2012 and all the way up until now, Instagram I've seen grow and change as I'm sure many of you have where it used to be once upon a time where things were set up just chronologically. You saw the people that you followed. Um... It was in timely order. There was no seeing posts from days ago. You saw if somebody uploaded something right away. And if they uploaded something days ago, then you'd have to go to their page and view that because it was everything was in chronological order. So you'd be scrolling for days. It wasn't random the way that it is today. Well, it's not even random today, right? We're going to get into that. (laughs) But my point is back in the day when Instagram first came out, it truly was a social network. It was for you to communicate with people all over the world, people that were in your social network. So that way you could share, like, and just be involved in each other's lives. And of course, as the app grew, we definitely saw changes being made. I mean, there's whole careers now based on Instagram. My business is heavily run through Instagram. And there's people now that are famous on Instagram and they just make their living by endorsing companies and brands and products. So with Instagram really taking the turn that it did and really Instagram is the number one app in the world. It runs everything, honestly. Maybe it's like secondary to the Amazon app, but I I don't even think Amazon, I mean, Amazon uses Instagram for advertisements too. So Instagram definitely influences everybody's life. So I've come to realize 
in the last year, probably, I, I remember discussing with my best friend, we were talking about kind of what we get from Instagram nowadays. Like, what what is it that we're doing? And we both agreed that, like, it's really nice to show off, right? Like, you just want to, like, post something. And as much as I loved to say, like, oh, I post for me, the reality of it was that I was posting because I wanted to, like, show off what I'm doing, show off where I am, my outfits, my things like that. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to show off. My issue that I came to realize literally a couple days ago was that it was almost as if I was performing for other people. I I used my Instagram as a way to create a persona that was so put together and perfect who sometimes had like some real moments and wanted to like open up to people but for the most part it it was it was something that I was using to show a piece of myself instead of my whole entire being and over time it just started to make me feel like I was living this kind of facade on Instagram where it was controlling me instead of me controlling the app and I felt like certain content that I wanted to upload, like it needed to be done in a certain time because I needed the grid to look a certain way. But it was like, for who? For who does the grid need to look a certain way for? For who does this photo need to look a certain way for? I'm comparing all of these factors and I'm not taking into consideration what I think about it. And something that triggered me into this mindset that I'm now in was... I was on vacation with my best friend a couple weeks ago and we took a photo of us in our bathing suits and I liked the photo. I really did. I thought it was cute, but I looked at my stomach and I was like, that's not the most flattering angle for me. So I got the photo. Um, I think it was on her phone and then I took it into an app and I was like, maybe I could just like bring my waist in a little bit. So like I brought in my waist and I was like, oh, cool. And like, you know, you got to check like, is anyone going to be able to see if I like edited this or whatever? And I was just like, no, like I can't even post this because then my best friend is going to know that like I edited my body because she has the photo on her phone and she's going to be like, wait, but this shit looks real different. And I was like, damn, okay, I'm just not going to upload the photo. Then she uploaded one of the photos that we took and I really liked how I looked in it. I didn't feel like any kind of way about it. I was like, oh, this looks really good. Like I look really, I'm satisfied with how I look. But for some reason, I couldn't bring myself to post that same photo on my page because when it came to the image that I'm trying to put out there for myself, it just it wasn't good enough. Even though that's me, that photo is who I am. It's unedited. It's it's me. That's what I look like in that position at that angle. And it's perfectly beautiful. But for some reason, I wasn't able to see that. So fast forward now, it was a couple weeks later and I got into not an argument, but a disagreement with my boyfriend over something that had to do with Instagram. And he was like, you're really letting Instagram like, like affect you like this? Like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, yes, I'm letting Instagram affect me. And I felt so strong in my belief that like, Instagram is important. Like, I don't care. Like, we use it every single day. Like, this is very important to me that this is, you know, that this event took place and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, like, we were fine. But it was like the next day, I felt all on my own. Like, Instagram is really consuming me. Like, it's causing me to get into fights with my boyfriend to, you know, I'm projecting my insecurities onto him 
where I'm assuming what his intentions are behind doing or not doing something on Instagram. And I was like, this seems like this might be toxic for me. Like, hold the fuck on. So I literally was just laying in bed and I'm just like thinking like, what does Instagram do for me? What is it exactly? And I thought about all of the feelings of FOMO that I get when I'm on the website and the, the website, how old am I? Like ancient. Um, I'm thinking about all the things that are on the app that make me feel less than. So like the feeling of FOMO, I see somebody on vacation when I'm not on vacation and I'm like, oh, they're so lucky. Like I wish I was on vacation. Like I'm here at work, whatever. Or even when I'm on vacation, I'm still looking at other people on vacation and it's like, oh, I want to take a photo like that person. And I'm so far removed from the present moment because I'm so worried about capturing the perfect image to be able to put out there for the world to see because I'm so interested in showing off like, look at me, look at me, even though, you know, I post a photo And in seconds, it's going to be scrolled by after somebody pays attention to it for three seconds, they're going to scroll by it and on to the next thing. So why am I missing out on so much presence for mere seconds of attention from people that I don't even necessarily really care about? So I was sitting there laying with that and I was like, hmm, this seems like I'm becoming kind of woke to some things about myself. (laughs) So then I started having this internal struggle because At that moment, I realized that I was addicted to Instagram or that I still am addicted to Instagram. I'm I'm addicted to my phone. I anticipate notifications. I'm constantly looking at my phone. In times of social anxiety, I am like constantly looking at my phone. I don't want to look around. I don't want people to look at me. Or if I'm listening to somebody who's talking to me, I'll always be glancing down at my phone every couple of seconds, anticipating some sort of notification. And I was coming to that consciousness where like, hold on, like, I think that I do have a problem. And I and I want to address it because I don't I don't want something to control me, I control me and I'm not going to let some outside source control me. I started having this internal battle with the me who was trying so desperately to wake up to hey, you spend way too much time on your phone, you spend too much time on Instagram, and it's actually affecting your mental health. And then on the other side, there was the me that is addicted to everything and was like, yeah, but like other people use Instagram and it's not a problem for them. Look at your best friend. She uses Instagram and she's not having these internal struggles like you are. So what are you going to do about it? Like you might as well just like stay doing what everybody else is doing. So I was having that internal battle. And then like, again, my higher self was like, no, fuck what everybody else is doing. What are you doing? How is it affecting you, Megan? Think about how it's affecting you and think about a solution for you to do to help you get to a better place with this. So I decided in that moment, I wasn't going to listen to the addicted me. I was going to listen to the me trying to desperately grow from a situation. And I made a new Instagram. I didn't delete my old one. I just made a new one because I also don't want to force myself into change. I want to make sure that I'm growing at the pace that I want to. Of course, I'd like it to be accelerated, but I create the rules in my life. I create my boundaries and I trust myself to have discipline to test out this experiment that I'm doing with making a new Instagram page to see if this is really what's going to be the best for me. And it's only been a couple of days and I'm telling you, like it's been the best thing I've ever done. But I made a new Instagram page because I wanted to 
only follow people that I interact with in my real life that I know honestly love me and I honestly love them as well as following people that truly inspire me not people that I envy because there's so many people on Instagram that I feel like we can assume they inspire us but in the reality of it they are really just people that we envy we envy their clothes we envy their hair we envy their body we envy their lifestyle all of that stuff and I'm not trying to feel envious of anybody I want to live a life that has gratitude for the things that I have and I feel that Instagram was forcing me to not be grateful and to constantly be wanting something else even so far as the advertisements that would come up. I definitely have an addiction to shopping. I do it when I'm sad. I do it when I'm stressed. And it's like I can't stop shopping at some points. And um, I, it might sound silly, but I'm being like dead serious. Like I can really like run up a bill for shopping for shit that I don't need. And Instagram does not make that any easier because I talk about a blue tank top and then two seconds later, there it is on somebody that one I'm jealous of because wow, you look beautiful. And it's like, I think the only way that I can look beautiful is if I get that top. So then I like go and I click and now I'm adding to other forms of addiction all stemming from the first one, which is Instagram. Now I'm feeding that monster that isn't grateful for what I have. I've got a shit ton of clothes. I do not need any more clothes, but it's being thrown in my face constantly and I have my, you know, credit cards are all linked up. So it's just so simple to just continue to fall down that rabbit hole, that unconsciousness as well, because I'm doing all of this in seconds and like not even really thinking about what I'm doing. I like her shirt. I want her shirt. Wait, Megan, like conscious Megan is over here. Like, girl, you got like a shirt that looks just like that. And if you don't, it's okay. You don't need to dress exactly like her. You can make an outfit all by yourself. So I made that new Instagram to test out how it would feel if I truly used social media for myself, if I wasn't using it to put on a performance for anybody. And I posted because I wanted to post, not because I was like, let me show off for somebody. And I followed the people that, you know, I interact with on the daily or family and friends, people that I know won't judge me or and maybe people don't even judge me on Instagram. It's just so much in my head that I'm assuming people are going to look at me and be like, oh, she's cute, but she looks kind of fat there. Or she's cute, but her skin looks kind of fucked up. Like, I don't want to not love myself because I'm trying to be somebody for other people. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just felt like I was hiding pieces of me so that way I could look a certain way for other people which felt so crazy because I just I I love who I am and I love the person that I am but when it comes to the physical body that I have I seem to be discontent sometimes is that a word I hope so that's how I feel though so I've done a couple of posts on my new Instagram page and they've been so stress-free I can't even describe it I've just been able to like post something and the interactions that are on there are genuine they're with people that I'm like I want to comment back to not just to be polite but because like I, I fucks with you like thanks for liking my photo like thank you for for looking at me and like loving that I'm posting pictures of like my cup of coffee and I'm not worried about like damn I only got 12 likes on this cup of coffee it's like yo I'm only following like the 60 people that I know and like all of you guys that I want to interact with are interacting with my posts and it just feels genuine 
genuine. It doesn't feel like a facade. So that already has been so healing for me because I just feel like I'm almost getting to know myself more because now I'm like posting literally for myself. I post what I feel like posting and it just kind of feels like I took some power back from this this mighty app that has really consumed and I feel like has changed the world and I'm going to utilize it in a way that I feel works for me in the most healthy way possible. So that's my experiment that I'm doing right now with myself and I don't think I'm going to be going back on it because it feels really good. I've even set my phone up to have screen time. So what I used to do first thing in the morning, I would grab my phone, start scrolling through Instagram. I'd be in bed for like 30 minutes, sometimes 45, sometimes even like an hour. I feel like definitely like even an hour and a half I've been laying in bed scrolling instead of starting my day, you know? So I put my screen time on, um, you know, no using apps from the time from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And that's usually the time that I'm working out or making breakfast, getting ready for work. And I've only done that a couple of days. And my God, like the difference in, first of all, how I feel, I feel awake now by 10 a.m. Whereas before it was like 10 a.m. came around and girl, I was ready for a nap. And especially because what I would be doing, this is, this was my morning routine just like a week ago because literally I've just started doing this whole new like woke life very recently with Instagram and my phone and all of that but literally like for the past couple years my routine has been wake up scroll on my phone stop scrolling on my phone grab my iPad and put on one of the real housewives some form of reality tv something that's numbing and that I don't really have to pay attention to but chaos you know like that the reality tv is chaos so I'd have that constantly and like I had it on my ipad so if I went downstairs the tv was with me if I went upstairs the tv was with me in the shower the tv was with me I was constantly doing something with my head and then some mornings I would smoke too so now I'm high and I'm also distracting myself and I'm getting further and further away from being conscious to what I'm doing I'm just falling into this really yucky routine where I'm not paying attention to what's going on and I'm not connecting with my body and I'm just like okay go make some breakfast okay we're gonna go work out okay we're gonna go to work now okay all this time like we're watching tv and listening to music and just like constantly like distracting myself scrolling on instagram and just not having a moment of peace and quiet especially right when I was waking up in the morning so to go from that to literally this morning I woke up and I was like, okay, it's time to go work out. And like, it wasn't like, ugh, I have to go work out. It was like, no, I'm like excited. <gasps> There's a spider in my room. Hold on. Okay, I'm back, but I don't know where the spider is. You know, when you like try to go after a bug and I wasn't trying to kill it I have my window open. So I was just going to like let it out. But like, I might have squished it. But then also like, there's no body. So I don't know where it is. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, hold on. Okay, we're just going to have to let it go because I don't know where it is. But back to what I was saying. So I literally woke up this morning and I was like, okay, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go do 30 minutes. So I did. I went and I worked out for 30 minutes. I wasn't on my phone at all. Um, I came upstairs and I took a shower. And then I decided like I'm going to do five minutes, literally just five minutes of a guided meditation by one of my favorite people in this universe, Landrell, who if you haven't listened to his music you need to. It's absolutely healing and freeing. His music has really helped transform me into 
this person that I am today who's working on being so confident and full of gratitude. His song Gratitude actually is like what I start my mornings off with because it's just like it's going to fill you with so much gratitude for just like simply having a bed to sleep in. So definitely check out Londrell. But he has a guided meditation. It was a five minute one on YouTube and I did it and I was like, I just felt so awake. I felt like ready for the day. I got dressed. I had, I realized I had so much time before going to work when I woke up and just did things instead of distracting myself. I wasn't on my phone. I left my phone charging all morning and I got ready for work. And even when I got to work, I was like, I don't really feel like scrolling on Instagram. So I didn't, I just, I got to work and I got to work you know I didn't get to work and go sit down and be lazy and scroll for like five or ten minutes so that has been a huge difference and it's just been the first day but I am so now addicted to that feeling that I had this morning of just being so present and awakened today I was very present with the moment today so I really appreciated that and in doing so I also felt like I didn't need to go on Instagram for anything you know I felt like before I was going on Instagram feeding something like I needed to be distracted I needed a notification I wanted interaction I wanted validation all of those things and when I gave all that to myself this morning when I was like let's go work out for you let's meditate for you let's just get dressed for you let's not post everything that you're doing and I was like wow, I feel really wholesome and good and grateful to just exist right now. So I'm excited to see where this is going to go. But that for me right there, the taking away the performance that I felt I was doing for the app has been already so rewarding. Um, I encourage anybody who is not sure if Instagram is toxic for them to just kind of take a step away and doesn't mean like I I feel like a lot of people are like oh just like don't go on it for a couple days but I don't think that that's necessarily the case it's not about necessarily dumping the app it's about making it work for you and recognizing what toxicity is involved with that app and rejecting it figuring out this is what bothers me it might not be shopping you know like for me following a bunch of these girls that are constantly posting what they're wearing tagging their photos the Instagram algorithm is like okay you like that stuff then we're going to keep on showing it to you um I wanted to change the algorithm I want the algorithm to work for me I don't want to be working for the algorithm fuck that algorithm honestly so that's what I've been doing and I've been super careful on my new page about what I'm clicking on because I'm like no 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 don't start doing this shit again I literally am not interested unless there's Ariana Grande or some member of my family or friend group I'm not interested (laughs) so that's just kind of what I've been doing for Instagram but let's also get into the beauty standards that unfortunately Instagram also is involved in heavily and I think we all know this I feel like There is nowadays, there is one body type. That's at least what's projected to us. It's either pretty big or decently sized boobs. I think the days of the fake boobs, like the F cup is out, which is crazy because it's like some people are born with that. So like, fuck your standard. But I'm just speaking about what I see on Instagram and like, I'm sure TikTok and everything. But I think we all know that the standard is to have a pretty decent sized rack, a very small waist, 
and then your hip ratio to waist is much larger and then you've got slimmer thighs and really gorgeous legs and I think that that's the beauty standard today and while I want to be so careful with how I word this because this is something that I've been wanting to talk about but I know it's a touchy subject and I am not here to shame anybody I'm just I feel like a lot of us have been so manipulated by the beauty standard today that we've confused femininity and our own power with the physical form of what the beauty standard is. So like what I mean is we look at these images that are constantly thrown our way of these people with these bodies and then we feel like the only way that I'm going to look like that is if I go and I get the surgery to look like that. And with with feminism and things like that, we may feel like it's my choice and I'm not going to be shamed by anybody to not get the surgery. I'm going to go get the surgery and that's my choice. So like that's absolute power. But I think it's also important to realize that the thing that influences that choice is something that actually takes your power away it's something that makes you feel like you're not enough being who you are, being who you were born as, and you feel like you need to change it or become something like you've seen. And I feel like in that, that actually takes away a lot of your power because you are so beautiful and you are exactly who you need to be. You look exactly the way you need to look. And I am so sorry that society and men and women alike have made you feel small made you feel like your beauty doesn't count like that your nose is not the way that it's supposed to look or that your hips are not the way that they're supposed to look and it's happened to me too I've definitely felt that and up until very recently and even still today like I feel that it's it's a daily thing that I think everybody struggles with men and women with feeling like we are not enough. I don't look like that edited girl. I don't look like that girl that's got the surgery. I don't look like that. Like no fucking shit you don't. They don't look like that. Walking around and existing versus being posed for a photo with lighting. Like I know it seems so obvious, but I think we forget. We see people like posted outside of like a coffee shop looking really fucking good. And then we take our photo outside of a coffee shop and we're like, why don't I look like that? Well, because legit that person has done a lot to look like that. Like they've edited their photos. They've face tuned it. They've edited the lighting. They've done all these things to make it look like this was effortless, but it was not effortless for them. They woke up that morning getting ready to go take photos, you know? And I feel like the average person who is not an Instagram influencer wakes up to live, like to do their life. And then we're like, oh, I feel cute. I want to take a photo. And while the photo is perfectly beautiful, we are comparing it to the doctored photos that we have been bombarded with viewing. And I just feel like a big part of feminine power and human, like being a human is accepting yourself as you are and loving yourself wholesomely, regardless of what society is influencing you to do or be. I see so often, because I know people who have gotten plastic surgery because they're insecure about their breast size. So they go ahead and they get their breasts done. 
And once their breasts are where they want them to be, it's like, okay, I think I'm going to get my nose done now though. So then they go and get their, their nose done. And then like, okay, their nose and their boobs are where they want it to be. But now it's like, maybe I need to get my butt done now. And it's like, but for who? I, I think we are being manipulated to think that like we want this stuff, but surgery is so major. It's not, our body doesn't recognize the difference between cosmetic surgery and surgery that is to save your life. Surgery is surgery. It's intense. And the way that it's being treated as so nonchalant and also as if like everybody can look like this because everyone's got millions of dollars to spend on surgery. Like, no, actually, if it, if it's going to cost that amount to look like that, that's not something that everybody can attain. Number one. And number two, it just goes to show you like, there's no way that everybody wants to do this. And I think it's important for whoever is going to make that step into deciding, like, I want to cut myself open to look a certain way. I think you really need to make sure that you are first content with who you are as a person because I feel that when you are content with who you are, when you love your being, you'll find that that physical form is not as important as you thought it was and you don't need to be a slave to that physical form. You don't need to be a slave to men or women who you are trying to attract. You are perfectly perfect being who you are without plastic surgery without anything you can do things like I don't know like I think like makeup and like Botox injections all of that stuff is very different from surgery like we're talking about going underneath a knife we're talking about anesthesia like we're talking about life-threatening things for the sake of beauty and I just don't think that needs to be the case anymore and I really think Instagram has heavily influenced that. It's influenced women especially, but also men to feel like they are not enough being who they were born as. And I know that it can be hard, especially for some people who feel like, well, not, not talking about me, but just in general, like there are some people that it's like, okay, well you were, you're kind of just like naturally what the beauty standard is today because there are women that have the beauty standard today not of course as much as like the kim kardashian cut body because that shit was bought so no you can't obtain that just naturally because this was a sculpted figure but there are women who are closer to what the beauty standard is so i understand if you are not what the beauty standard is today how you might feel like there's no way i'm beautiful like i don't match up these standards but what i'm trying to get across is the beauty standard is changing constantly Back in the day, it was to be stick skinny. People were anorexic to be the beauty standard. Nowadays, people are willing to cut themselves open to match the beauty standard. And a couple years ago, people were cutting themselves open to get larger breasts. And now people are getting their breasts reduced because that's not the beauty standard. So it's like, where does it end? You will never be enough no matter what you do because in years it's going to change. So I just feel like, isn't it important and isn't it more worth it to accept who you are and you create the beauty standard for yourself? You look in the mirror and you just love on every little bitty piece of you instead of looking at images of people who don't necessarily love who they are and feel like they have to put on that facade that show own what you got I guarantee you'll be so much flyer if you just give all of you to yourself if you just really in depth think about like 
What do I want to wear? Do I want to wear a hat today? Like, do I want to wear this hat with these sneakers? Like, what do I want to wear? And I'll tell you, girl, if you chose it, that's the right thing to do. If you picked that outfit, if you picked that haircut, if you decided it, fuck what the event is, fuck all of that. If you like what you're wearing, if you like the way that you look, that's all that fucking matters. But stop looking at yourself through the lens of other people. That's what Instagram has taught us to do. We're looking at ourselves through the male gaze. We're looking at ourselves through the female gaze. We don't even think about like, what do I think about myself? It's like, how am I going to look? Like, what are people going to think about me? And I feel like that shit is so subconscious. Like we don't even realize that that's the forefront of our thinking, but it is. We make these moves, at least for me. I mean, if what I'm saying sounds really like not relatable, then I might, I might be crazy and I'm fucking fine with that. (laughs) But I, I feel like I'm not. So (laughs) I just feel like, I feel like a lot of us make moves thinking about how other people are going to think about us or what they're going to say about us. And that's just a really shitty way to live because nobody else really gives a shit about you the way that you're going to give a shit about you. So why not give the most shit about you and stop giving so much of your power and especially power of expression to other people? Like what do they want me to look like? What do they want me to wear? Fuck them. Wear what you want wear your acne scars with fucking pride, wear your hair messy, don't get a haircut, get a haircut, grow a beard, don't grow a beard, grow your armpit hair, don't grow your armpit hair, who the fuck actually cares? And if somebody else has an opinion about what you look like, just offer them forgiveness for that because they have shit that they need to work on if they're so obsessed with what somebody else is doing. Be obsessed with what you're doing Worry about what you want from yourself and I think you'll be a lot happier. You'll probably save more money (laughs) and you'll just have so much gratitude for existing. So I wanted to bring up something that my friend Coach Beatriz Casado had said in her podcast, Women's Sanctuary. And it was talking about how since the dawn of time, what we have found attractive is health in people. We look subconsciously to see if people look healthy because at the end of the day, our genes want to pro wow. Our genes want to procreate. So we're looking for other genes that would, you know, produce a very healthy baby into this world. So and that's just nature. That's with like anything. Like the the attraction is in with the idea to procreate. And there's gray areas there, but ultimately we are attracted to what we find healthy. So white eyes, um, the white of your eyes being very bright, um, clean and white teeth we're attracted to, we're attracted to clear skin. All of those things send a signal to us and we find that attractive. So the difference about that years ago and today and what she had mentioned was nowadays you do not have to be healthy to look healthy. I'm going to say that again. You don't have to be healthy to look healthy. You can eat Taco Bell every day and go get liposuction and your organs are going to be inflamed, 
but your body's going to look right. You can never work out a day in your life. Fuck your cardiovascular system. Who cares? But you can go to the spa and use that machine that that triggers your your abs, right? And like stimulates ab workouts. So you're literally not doing the work. Something else is doing the work for you. For you. Um, there's just, there's a plethora of things that we can do to enhance our appearance, but we're not really healthy. And I think that even goes in turn with mental health as well. We can fake it a lot, especially on Instagram. We can put up a really nice quote or put up a caption that makes it seem like we've got it all together. And that in turn makes us attractive to other people. But in the reality of it, are you at home unsatisfied? Are you at home answering my Instagram polls and saying that you're not really happy, saying that you're not confident in your appearance, not confident in the person that you are? Are there things about your life that you wish that you could change? Or are you just putting on this facade that you're all good and you're fine and it's just appearing to be a certain way? So I wanted to just add that in there and let you guys stew with that thought because when she said that, I was like, oh, snap. Like, people are not healthy. They're just able to look healthy. It's a really crazy concept. I think we have always, especially women, we've always had so much pressure put on ourselves by others, by ourselves, by society to have to look a certain way. We have to be attractive. That's what we're trying to do. So we are so fixated on our appearance and it's all through that male gaze. It's all through that window of how a man is going to perceive you and we crop ourselves to a reduction of what men view us as. They crop out our chests in movies. They only show women at very like scandalous angles as if that's how anybody in real life behaves. But in the male gaze, that's how we should behave. That's how we are seen. That's how we should be seen. So when you look at yourself in the mirror and you feel dissatisfied with what you're seeing, Try and really observe if what you're seeing is through your eyes or if you're looking at yourself with an impression that you think others are are having about you. Are you looking at yourself in a bathing suit and being like, I can't go to the beach like this? Because that tells you that you don't want to be in a public place like this, meaning you're worried about what other people are going to think about how you look. So that's very important because it's so cliche, but the only person that should be satisfied is yourself. And I'm not saying you have to, I'm not saying that you can't want improvement on yourself. I'm not saying that you have to be completely satisfied. Like if you're a slob, like just be satisfied as a slob. No, you should have some form of self-care, of course, hygiene, <laughs> like things like that. I'll, I'll give myself as an example. Um, There was a time in my life very recently where I realized I had a very strange relationship with food. It wasn't a healthy relationship. Um, So when I got over that and I started having a healthy relationship with food, it almost became like I went from one side to the other where on the one side it was like, I'm going to feel guilty about eating these things that I love. So I'm not going to eat the things that I love. And then I flipped it to the other side where it was like, I'm not going to feel guilty about the things that I want to eat. But then I was just eating everything and I was gaining all this weight 
in a very unhealthy way. And I'm not talking about like eating good stuff. I was eating legit Taco Bell. Like I was having Taco Bell a few times a week, like as a second lunch, you guys, it was really crazy how much I switched one unhealthy relationship with food to another unhealthy relationship with food. I still wasn't understanding the purpose of food. I was still using it as an emotional crutch for things. So obviously with eating whatever I wanted and eating well over what my serving should have been, I started putting on weight and my favorite clothes started to not fit. And then when I was undressing myself, I looked at myself and I was like, you don't look healthy. And I'm blessed to have a relationship where my appearance is really not a factor in it. And my family is pretty chill with how I look. They don't judge me or anything. So it was really just myself dissatisfied with myself in that moment. I was like, and it wasn't just because, okay, wow, you've got like new fat and cellulite now. It wasn't even about that. It was about like, wow, like you really let yourself go. You, you switched up one unhealthy relationship for another and you just look like you don't care about yourself. And that's how I felt. That's how I was making myself feel. It was it had nothing to do with anybody else. I wasn't comparing my body to a body on Instagram. I was comparing my body today with the, or my body at that moment with the body that I wanted to have in the life where I am a healthy, mentally strong woman. And this girl, this girl that was a slave to her cravings and a slave to whatever food she wanted to eat and however much she wanted to eat. This girl wasn't the girl that I wanted to be. So I took initiative and I made the change and I'm still working on a healthy relationship with food and I'm happier for it. My body is beautiful in all forms. Even when it was in that moment, she was just going through something and I really needed to address it and talk to myself and be like, hey Meg, like I know you're having a ball eating whatever you want, but your arteries might be getting clogged and you're getting very lazy. I was like waking up ready to go back to bed. You know, it, it was things like that that just were not elevating me to the lifestyle that I wanted to live. So I made those changes for me. I was not concerned about looking a certain way to other people. I gave a fuck about how my favorite shorts were going to fit and how I was going to be feeling if I continued down this path. So I made that change for myself and it just, if you want to look good, you need to be healthy, period. Unless you want to have millions of dollars, then you could probably look good, but you're going to be fucking unhappy. And I think that we deserve to have both. I don't think the two should be separate. We look at these Instagram influencers and we look at the Kardashians as such like pillars of what it means to be a woman of such, you know, sexuality and sensuality and all of that. There's a price that comes with the hefty price that surgeries and, you know, fame and all of that, the the gratification from others instead of yourself. There's a price that goes with that. And that price is going to be your mental health. You're going to become so obsessive over how you look. It's never going to be enough. And you deserve to feel like you're enough. You deserve to feel like you're whole. And if you don't feel like you're whole, it's not about your appearance. My God, it's about your head. It's about what you're feeling about yourself. What are you feeling about yourself? For me, I took off my clothes and I was like, 
oh my gosh, I've been feeling fucking lazy lately. I've, I've all of this stuff. And now I finally stripped myself down and I'm looking at what I've done to my body. And it's not about the aesthetic. I wasn't worried about looking sexy. I was worried about what this was saying about me to myself. Like you don't care about yourself. You're not willing to eat what you're supposed to be eating. You're not willing to drink your water, to move around. You're just sitting in your own shit. Oh, that sounds awful. But for real, like I felt like a lazy person. So I just needed to touch on that because I just, I don't want people to become or to stay locked in the stigma that your physical appearance is the only thing that matters. Your body is a vessel and it's going to be buried or incinerated once you're dead. So Work really hard on the soul that you're going to have to take with you and care a little bit less about what the body looks like. And I promise you, working on the soul, working on your mental health, your body will follow. It doesn't work the other way. You can't worry about the physical and then expect the mental to follow. That's not how it's going to happen. You can go get all the surgeries, all the Botox. You can get your eyelash extensions. You can do all of that stuff, but you're still going to be unhappy with that person that you see in the mirror because it's never been about the physicalness it's always been about your mental work and your soul work so get to work and accept the life that you deserve to live stop rejecting it and boxing it into this small little thing of instagram likes it doesn't fucking matter so getting a little bit away from while still being on the topic of Instagram, because this was a poll study that I put out on my Instagram page, I thought it would be fun to see the people that interacted on the poll. And if you saw the poll and you participated, now we're going to talk about it. So I thought it would be nice. Um, so it was a series of questions. The first one was, are you happy? And the ending number was 75% said yes and 25% said no. That's a pretty good ratio. Of course, like I'm bummed that there's 25% of you that don't feel happy. Um, it really like makes me so sad. And I feel like I it's not coming across sincerely on the mic because I just know how I sound sometimes. But like sincerely, that shit makes me sad. So 75% of you are happy, 25% are not. Okay, let's keep going. Are you confident in who you are as a person? 74% said yes, 26% said no. I said, are you confident in your physical appearance? 45% said yes and 55% said no. So now what we've got here are people that are happy. They're not really confident in their physical appearance, but they're confident with who they are as a person. So all of that ties into each other because... It gives you the feeling of not enough, which is kind of the theme of this podcast, more so to the end of it. It's the theme that you're not satisfied with who you are. You're always going to be wanting more from yourself instead of just being satisfied with who you are. Your physical appearance is enough. If you're satisfied with who you are on the inside, your physical appearance is enough. And if you're not satisfied with who you are on the inside, if there's work that needs to be done, then get to work. For me, again, it was like noticing like, wow, I really like threw myself into some toxic behavior with food and my body was showing it. So was I completely confident with who I was as a person in that moment? I was not. And life is all about ups and downs. It's not going to be a straight shoot up. You're going to have those moments and it's human to have those moments. I'm not sitting here telling you to be positive about everything 
I'm just saying recognize when you need to make a change. If there's something that you're physically unhappy with, double check that your mental is is in check. Double check that your mental is in check. Make sure that mentally you are doing everything that you can because I guarantee you you're not. If there's something physical about yourself, there's something mental that's going on there as well because otherwise you would be satisfied. Um, the next question was, do you have a toxic relationship with Instagram? And 51% said yes and 49% said no. So it's pretty, it's almost split down the middle there. Um, it's the same deal. If you're having an issue with your physical appearance and you think that Instagram is not feeding that problem, you're wrong. Instagram feeds the ego. A thousand percent it does. And when the ego is present, your consciousness is not. Your ego is so full of jealousy and emotion and your consciousness is so level-headed. So when we're constantly bombarding ourselves with these distractions, especially the things that Instagram likes to do, which is customize distractions so that we it really reels you in you know I'm not getting advertisements about fishing and hiking I'm getting advertisements about new clothes and nail polish like that's my niche so they know what they're doing with that ask yourself again do I have a toxic relationship with Instagram because if you are not confident with yourself period you probably have a toxic relationship with Instagram it's just the way that the app is has been set up now in 2021 to treat us <laughs> um, the next question was do you ask for help when you need it 71% said yes oh wait wow I don't know if that was dyslexia that I just had that was not right do you, holy shit do you ask for help when you need it 39% said yes 61% said no so a lot of you are not asking for help when you need it that's something that's mental, guys. You're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're not allowing yourself to be open to the fact that you've got some things that you want to work on. And the longer that you keep those walls up and act like you can handle it all by yourself, the longer it's going to take for you to ever bring those walls down or you're just going to continuously build them thicker and thicker. Asking for help is such an art and it's so necessary we need people in our corner we need help and you need to get out of your head that's why therapy is so beautiful because it's an unbiased explanation about what it is that you're dealing with and that you're feeling and it's from a scientific pov that actually lets you know like you're not crazy this is why you're doing this it's human nature you know so make sure you're asking for help and if you're not I encourage you to, I encourage you to ask for help, whether that be if you're holding a million things in your hand and you need someone to get the door for you, ask them to open the door. If you're having a really bad day and you need to talk to somebody, send a message to somebody and say, even if you don't know what you want to talk about, just be like, I'm having a bad day and I don't know what I need from you, but I just needed to talk to somebody. Allow people into your life and allow vulnerability so that way you can receive the blessings that are going to come your way. So I want to talk a little bit about why I asked these questions and I don't know, maybe anything that I can say can help somebody or feel like you can connect, but I feel like I asked if you were happy and even you right now listening to this, I want you to think like, are you a happy person? Are you happy with your life? Are you content with your life? And then 
I want you to think about your physical appearance. Are you content with your physical appearance? And when you start thinking about that, I want you to pay attention to how you feel when you're thinking about you. Think about yourself, your naked body, your body dressed up, just you as a person and your physical form. Are you content with that person? Pay attention to the feelings that you are having when you're envisioning your own body. Are you happy? Are you grateful? Or is there discontent there? Are you feeling like there's things that you'd like to change about yourself? And if you do feel like there's things that you want to change about yourself, ask yourself, how will my life be different if I change this physical piece of me? And I'm not talking about health, right? I'm not talking about like, I'm not even talking about like diet and stuff like that. I'm just talking about if you're not happy with the way that you look, say, for example, you're not happy with your nose. So you want to get a nose job. What do you think is going to be possible in your life once you get the nose job? I'm not here to give you the answer for that. I'm genuinely asking you to look into yourself and figure out, tell yourself like what is going to be different if I change the physical form? What's going to be possible for you, you know? So ask yourself that question. Um, And the next one is, are you confident uh, as a person? Are you confident with the person that you are? And it's so crazy because so many of you that answer that you're not confident with your physical appearance answer that you are confident with who you are as a person. So why is there pressure being put on the physical form where you feel like you don't have gratitude for this body that is protecting that inner you? You are here on this earth having a human experience because there is a vessel that is here to protect you. And I want you to just offer up some gratitude to the body that's that your soul lives inside of because it's not just there to look pretty it's first and foremost there to protect you so if you're confident with who you are if you love who you are as a person then put some respect on the vessel that holds that person and if you're not confident with who you are as a person put some respect on opening up and figuring it out figure out what it is about you that is not making you completely happy do the work and open those wounds and revisit shit that maybe is dark and you don't want to revisit but the blossoming that comes from healing those wounds is incredible and you might not even feel like you have wounds to heal but it's just you need to talk to yourself. You need to ask yourself like why you feel these things. Cause here I am on Instagram putting polls out and asking y'all some questions that you should really be asking yourself. So here I am asking them to you. So again, if you're listening, I'm asking you, are you confident in who you are as a person? And if you are, tell yourself why, what is it about you that you feel so great are about are you an honest person are you somebody that people can rely on are you somebody that you can rely on what is it about you that you love so much hold on to that feeling when you pick out the things that you love about yourself because we beat ourselves up quite a bit and with that I am going to let y'all go because I'm almost to an hour and I think you've had enough of me so I hope that this podcast help shed some light on some of the woes that maybe you've been experiencing. I know I definitely have. And it was just something I felt like I needed to talk about. 
So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave me a review and let me know if this kind of subject is what you're interested in or if you just want me to stick to skincare because this podcast is for you guys at the end of the day. All right. I love you so much and I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Bye.